boom we're live oh my god it's episode 50 of pillar talk dude you guys are gonna see the coolest shit you've ever seen <laughs> you ever seen in your life uh today we're sitting here with uh cody fleming aka codizzle for shizzle uh <laughs> I love that name when when you were saying it in your video. Uh, what's up, Cody? Uh, the, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, let me see. Do you, do you want the 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 Facebook age, sex, and location, or I mean, what what are we going here? Uh, give me the age, sex, and location, and we'll. we'll <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, are you I'm single? <laughs> are you single? Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, no, I'm married. Eh? Oh fuck. Well, yeah. uh, that's it for episode fifty. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, yep. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, for me, for me, uh, I live in, you know, Michigan here in the mitt and, uh, I run wrestling rage and MI dub, uh, as well as do interviews. So I have podcasts and I've been doing that for about three years, I guess, give or take, uh, mostly did it on YouTube to start. And now I'm kind of venturing out to other things too, but, uh, I have ventured into the wrestling business per se uh my cousin is a promoter in port huron uh, very close to where i stay in michigan and uh, i just kind of got involved again and it in uh i what's the word in, inspired me to start talking about wrestling let's say yeah that's what we'll call it so, so you got close into the wrestling game and then you just wanted to make a podcast about it three years ago you said yeah, basically, I was my cousin. Um, I, I was afforded some special privileges. I, I guess you could say afterwards, after the show, you know, I could would sit around with a lot of the guys and talk and drink beer and what have you. And um, we might as well record this. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was just one of those things. I mean, I've I've sat down with, you know, I was one night I was drinking with Marty Janetti. Uh, it was pretty cool i mean at that time um there's been a couple different guys that i've you know that we've hung out with after sh that were really cool and it was just something i was like man you know it got me back in watching wrestling again and stuff like that so i was like uh i, I i'm a talker so i was like let's 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 do a podcast let's see what we can see what we can do here i mean you're 150 episodes in and three years in dude yeah uh well i mean that's if you just count wrestling rage oh yeah uh, <laughs> You know, if you want to get put Michigan Independent Weekly in there too, we're on sixty something with that one too. Oh, really? Yeah, in Michigan Independent Weekly, all that is was supposed to be. Uh, granted, because of COVID, now we've had to kind of adapt and adjust and do some new things. But uh, it was originally just Mi Dub for itself was basically a show to let everybody know what's going on as far as independent wrestling in the state of Michigan, okay. you know, like where are the shows, how much are tickets, where can you buy them? Who's going to be on the card? If we know, you know, address, whatever, any of that stuff. And that's, that's what MI dub was supposed to be. It kind of turned into a bigger thing over time. Are you going to go back to it when uh, everything yeah. opens up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were kind of like doing other things. Like we would talk about it five top guys or whatever you know we come up with some right. kind of topic and talk about it on mi dub but we do two shows a week so it was getting really hard to find 
different content for two shows uh just about michigan indie wrestling right and, and so I, we've kind of backed off mi-dub the past few weeks and really focused on wrestling rage and we're now uh part of uh we're running an what would we a promo contest we're calling it indie idol 2021 and we got 16 guys that are going to cut promos against each other and we're gonna i have three judges one of them's myself the other one is the dread king logan and the other one is sean stockmeyer who runs face kicked apparel basically the pro wrestling tees of michigan um <laughs> seriously if you own a wrestling t-shirt from an indie wrestler in the state of michigan it's if there's his. a good chance sean stockmeyer printed it i got benjamin boone well, I don't know if he he's, did that. Oh, he's Toledo, he's isn't he? Ohio, yeah. Oh, shit, never yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, he made these hats. I mean, so, I mean, this shirt came from uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, but he he's made my hats. He makes a lot of shit. He made the first run of Rass and Rage. Oh, are we allowed to swear on here? Yeah, oh, yeah, you're yep. allowed to do whatever okay. you want. All right, cool, yeah. Well, you know, I just got out of work. So, like, literally, I got out of work. I worked 12 hours today. got out of work, got in the car, drove home, set all my stuff up, get ready, and and, and here we are. Boom. So, I, I haven't even got to smoke one yet. Dude. Yeah, you can, you can do that, too, bro. Right, I know, but I, it's, it's, it's... It's all yeah. on... It's okay. I was going to say, it's all on you, man. His wife yeah. will yell at him. <laughs> yeah. it, it's all in other places in the house. My basement flooded a while back. That's yeah. where we used to do all the shows and everything we used to film but then we started doing live but uh my basement flooded and i'm still in the mix of getting everything redone the floor's done we're waiting for trim and stairs and other stuff but once that gets back done again we'll be back down to basement i got some real big ideas i'm not going to give them all away but i got some right. set designs that are in the head and i'm we're going to make that happen How'd your basement flood? We we seen that we seen it happen. How did uh, it? We, we saw we saw the old uh, the old setup, and I was like, "Holy yeah. shit, that's a nice setup right there." Yeah. I liked well, it. Well, luckily nothing was destroyed as far as my wrestling collectibles go. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I have quite a bit of money wrapped up in wrestling collectibles, and I don't. I just want to get this out of the way. I don't collect them because they're worth money. I collect them because I like them. They're yeah, they're they're worth they're worth something to you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I have a uh, Shawn Michaels yellow card Hasbro not open with the white pants and the kisses on the pants. Ooh. Uh, yeah, um, I have a few MOCs, but not a lot. I don't have as many as other people. But, yeah, none of that stuff got destroyed, thankfully. Right. Uh, and uh, But what happened was is uh, something backed up in the drain. I don't know exactly okay. what it was. And we had this really bad rain here for like two, three days, and it just kept flooding over and over again. And the first time it wasn't so bad, then the second time it was, mm, you know, and I just thought it was whatever. And then the next day it flooded, it was like one inch of water through the whole basement, you know, and then they Ooh. came in and they, they the, the, what are, I don't know what they're called, Surf Pro. Surf Pro, yeah. My, yeah. my mom used to work for them. Yeah. So the restoration company, they come in and took out like a, three feet of drywall and treated everything and everything went in a dumpster. And then, I mean, I know you guys, I think you guys are in Ohio, but I, I'm a huge Michigan fan. Oh, me and, too. I'm from, I, I'm from Monroe. Oh, okay. Well, I had a university of Michigan couch oh. and 
they had to cut the fucker in half to get it out the door. But it was destroyed, and I and I almost cried, but I held it together. My life's together. work. Yeah, well, you know, and it was one of those deals where it fell out of the back of a truck type thing, and I got it for you know five finger discount price, and. <laughs> Still, it was my Michigan couch, damn yeah. it. Yep, yep. Oh, dude. Tira probably would have cried. Yeah. yeah. For real. I, I would have I liked that. I, I don't know, man. Michigan, I'm I'm bored of watching them now because oh, yeah. they're not I, you know, good. I, I don't think you're the only one that's in that boat right yeah. now. You know, we're all, anybody that's been a, you know, thoroughbred Michigan fan or you know whatever they're they're tired of the bullshit. It's just yeah. like watching the fucking lions. We're tired of it. Yeah. And and now it's time. And I still love I'm the really, lions too. <laughs> you know, I love really I love those ten years where I could just talk shit because I'm a Michigan State fan. Oh. And now now I can't even talk shit because we both suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suck harder than you do. I we're worse than you guys yeah. again. Yeah. Well, no, they it, beat us this year. Did they? Oh yeah. I haven't paid attention to any football this year. 2020 yeah. was a weird year for me with with sports. Sports in general. I, I quit on sports except for except for MMA. You know, and I you know I used to be really big in MMA too, and I got out of that. Uh, I, what really got me was wrestling in Brock Lesnar when he went to MMA. Dude. Yeah. And he, I was like, dude, this is awesome. And then I watched him fight, and he lost to Mir the first time. Then he rematched him. He beat him. Yeah, but he almost I, he almost beat Mir that first time. He was well, so yeah. overwhelming, and right. he was just he just didn't know he wasn't he wasn't good enough for the spotlight at that point yeah. in time. Like, yeah, he well, could have beat Frank, but Frank was too smart for Brock. Right. Well, he's got them big old meat hooks. Yeah. And he's have big old freaking clobbers that yeah. he's got, dude. It's Give insane. me that ankle. Right. Well. <laughs> You know, and then when he went up against uh, what was his name? I can't think of his name now, but he went Randy. Uh, Randy Orton. Uh, Couture. Uh, Randy Orton. Couture. I said Randy Couture. Randy, yeah. Randy Couture, <laughs> and and he and I had a big party at the house. We have a nice size garage, and I put TVs out there, and we were watching that fight. And uh, when he won, I went. My buddies were all like, "No, he's gonna lose. Wrestler will never win it." Blah blah blah. He's gonna. Win. And then he won, and I just went ballistic. Well, we were all drinking, of course, too. But I went ballistic nuts, and we used to have big old UFC parties and stuff. But I don't know. Somewhere along the line, I lost. I lost my interest in it. I don't know why, but I think it was because I started training in martial arts, and I just, I don't know. It just it did something. It was like watching the Last Jedi. You know, when you watch the Last Jedi, it just totally ruined Star Wars for you. <laughs> I don't know if I've watched it all the way through, so yeah, well, maybe that's I can't a good watch thing. It again, they should burn that fucking the, all that shit that they did that the Last Disney. Jedi. They should just burn it and redo it. No, I don't. I I liked I liked the uh, episode one. Episode one's my favorite, honestly, because I like I'm that kind of I like the. How how did this person become? Story yeah. like Batman Begins. That's my favorite yeah. Batman of all time because it shows right. you exactly how Batman would become Batman. The Joker, the new Joker movie, that shows you exactly how you would become the Joker. I I love the Joker. Yep. The, that movie. I love that one. I think that was probably one of the best DC movies they've done in quite some time since the Superman series. Oh. 
it got it got a lot of hate. I saw, you know, well, I loved that's it. People it was, are stupid. There was well, it was, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't help that. You barely see the Joker, you know. Well, no, because the story's telling you it's how he became about. exactly. Yep. It's not what it's about. It's it, about how we already know he was a little unhinged before he became the Joker, but once he finally cracks and yeah. just. When he shot that motherfucker and then he just sits there like no big deal, dude. I, yeah, dude, that was one of the best parts of the movie. That was or a good scene. Dancing. Yeah, or when he's dancing down the stairs, of course. But that that was way. uh, that was off the cuff. What? That him dancing on the stairs. He just freestyled that. It wasn't like choreographed or anything. He just went. And he was going in. Right. Yeah. That's what I heard, though. I ain't no movie director. He says that's what I heard on Google. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm a I'm a big Star Wars fan. I, I love Star Wars, man. But after the Last Jedi, it kind of fucked me all up. And yeah, I haven't. Read, I don't. I haven't really. I watched them, but I didn't really pay attention to the last three movies. Really, I haven't oh, watched man. any of the movies at all. He he's yeah. He has never watched any of them. Wow, he's odd. He's I never mean, even seen Game of Thrones, dude. Oh yeah, well, I, don't like I haven't seen Game of Thrones what? either. I got, dude. Seriously, I turned on the first episode and I couldn't fucking get through it. I was like, bro. By the end of that episode, though, it hooks you. That ah. the last that last scene of that first episode. That okay, since you're it's fucking years. Spoiler alert: <laughs> the boy gets pushed out the fucking window, and that's yeah. that starts the whole fucking like, oh my god. I got to watch the next episode. It does take a long time. That first episode's so boring, but the end is what grabs you. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I've been watching the Mandalorian on Disney plus. That's a great one. I haven't watched yeah. that either. Is it good? It, oh yeah. Oh, it, it's amazing, man. If you're, and, and see, the thing is, is you haven't watched any of them, but if you're, if you're an original trilogy guy and you like four five and six, Mandalorian's the shit to you. you it, know, it's, the Mandalorian's it's awesome. It is. Okay. It's the best thing best thing Star Wars has put out for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Guaranteed. Money down. Give me take my money. Just take my money. Like XICW. And it, tie, it ties things in too. <clears throat> right. Yeah, absolutely. It ties and, things into the movies perfectly. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean now there's so many series that are spitting off of that with Ahsoka and Boba Fett and, you know, all this other stuff. It's, it's going to be good shit. I can't wait. I agree. I'm excited. Oh, I'm not, this is not my, this is not my it, conversation. We're basically might as well be talking about car engines for him. Yeah, you know? Car engines. I'm pretty good I, with I car engines. I can't do car engines. So <laughs> you guys can talk about car engines yeah. and I'll just sit over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I can talk a little bit about I was everything. a Lord of the Rings guy. I wasn't a, Star Wars guy. I was Lord of the Rings guy too. I yep. read all the books, The Hobbit, all that stuff, dude. The Hobbit and the fucking Lord of the Rings are just yep. ungodly. Those are great. Yep. Well, Peter Jackson, the did Two Towers, or whatever it's movies, called, man. Those are the closest you're gonna get a book to a movie, right there. I think yep. that's. And if you watch the extended cuts, even better yet. Yeah, I really, think... I've never read the books, but I saw the extended cut. That's good to know that it's that close to it because you oh, know yeah. obviously all the books are always better always yeah, there's a few things that are you know not right but i mean for the most part it's pretty dang accurate i believe i believe why the books are better is because you imagine it your own imagination like, yeah. it's yeah. like it's literally what you want to fucking see is in your head you know you're oh, wow this yeah because even when i watch when i when i go read the the game of thrones books 
I picture the actors now. Yeah, you can't watch yeah. the shit first. You can't. You got to yeah. read the book first. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Just when, like anything, for instance, any book. Like I just read uh, Ready Player Two, the sequel to Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, it's a lot easier to envision the characters of the book after you've seen the movie Ready oh, Player One. The movie's yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. I'm I'm excited to see if they make the movie to Ready Player Two because that's it was really good. Was it? Was, really it was? Okay. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Once once this COVID stops fucking being weird. Well, there you know that yeah that's it too. And there's other things that are happening because of COVID. Isn't it funny? I wouldn't say it's funny, but it's amazing more or less. Is like how people have had to reinvent themselves and everything, dude. In I, this time, I, dude, it's I love like. It. I think it's it's really good because in, in my community personally, everybody's doing shit like for themselves and and yep. and and a lot of the if if you and didn't helping hear, each other yeah if you didn't hear dude uh, a lot of like Applebee's those big chains rest, restaurants and stuff they're all they're gonna take like two thousand fucking stores out of up Applebee's and Ruby Tuesdays and shit because everybody's going local when it when this shit all happens motherfuckers start going to the local mom and pop shops right you know i think it's bringing community together and it's and, and everybody's working together it's gonna be it's i think it's doing pretty well, pretty and, good and not only that oh, like your mom and pop party store or grocery store it's not gonna be as many people there as walmart or or fucking yeah. target yep. or wherever kroger right. even you know yeah. i went to a walmart today actually and it was like it felt like there was 10 people there really <laughs> yeah it was the most wow. it was the most deserted walmart i've ever what? been into how early it was two o'clock oh in the afternoon because my, my mom likes shopping in the morning the mornings like, right when, when it opens because like nobody's nobody's fucking there my yeah. grandpa used to shop in the morning for hot wheels cars that dude would collect yeah. all he he's got yeah. sets <laughs> yeah absolutely i uh i i I mean, with the wrestling business, for instance, let's let's go there because that's my forte, I guess you could say. But yeah. indie wrestling specifically, let's talk about uh, Joseph Schwartz out there with Flophouse Wrestling. Uh, oh my God, with the thing that they're doing, where they got they're 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 getting sponsors and they're filming for independent wrestling TV and they're putting out events that way. You got um, uh, here in Michigan, you got international big time wrestling. Uh, which is Rudy, Rude Boy, uh, and he's yeah. I'm sure you guys. I know you guys are know a lot about ICP, but if you oh know, yeah, you, might, you know Rude Boy then. Oh yeah, uh, we know. And, yeah, and Rude Boy, you know, he's doing his thing out there, and he's got filmings going on, and then he's also doing uh, interviews and stuff like that with guys that uh, in the ring where he's set up. And I mean, and I mean, even WWE, even though I don't watch WWE, but I mean, look at what they've had to do. In order to keep keep it going, because we you guys know, you're you're doing podcasts and social media type stuff. The minute you stop doing stuff, the minute you stop is the minute you die. Yeah, you got to keep going. You got to keep throwing shit out there, no matter yep. what. And and look at what WWE is doing. They're still doing it. You know. Yeah, that's important. The eyes need to see you, or else they forget about you. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Especially sure. in the entertainment business. Well, and that's another reason why we're doing this this uh, indie idol 2021, as we're calling it, with the with the promo contest. It's because it's a way for uh, the guys to to 
because even though there's going to be judges, we're still going to share all the promos with everybody, right? So that they can see them, and it keeps their names and and people, you know, it keeps their face as well as their names and it fresh in people's minds. So when that stuff, because here in Michigan, we're we're dead in the water right now. We got nothing. We got no indie wrestling whatsoever. Are uh, they are they allowed to go to the gyms at all yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're okay. allowed to go to. I believe I'm not sure exactly because I'm I, I'm not one that works out very well. I right. stand up and you would know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel not, you, bro. <laughs> right, uh, but they're not able. We're not. We got zero. No indoor, nothing unless it's like very, very limited. You know what I'm saying? Very, very limited. That's why they're doing tapings and stuff like that. But, yeah, and what's uh, wrestling without fucking fans? You know, you know what I'm saying? Dude. Facts. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I'm, I, that's that's my thing is we we just recently went to our first independent uh a show when rhino oh, really? when rhino did the that boat, was my the, first show period the boatyard the first. battle of the boatyard oh, no shit that was our first live event that we've been to and dude i felt like a fucking kid again oh, yeah, like oh, I, like yeah. i was a fucking my six-year-old my six-year-old was with me and i felt like more excited than him yeah i was sitting there throw him <laughs> in the water rhino throw him in the water <laughs> I haven't been to a Rhino show yet. Um, yet. Notice Duties. I say yet because there's always coming. Yep. Uh, I'm an XICW guy. Uh, anybody that knows, everybody knows I, XICW is by far my favorite promotion here in the state of, of Michigan. It's ran by DBA Malcolm Monroe II, who's the dad Ooh. of Malcolm Monroe III. Yep. Uh, in the Malcolm, or the, the Malcolm, the Monroe dynasty. Yeah. Um, but XICW, they're all Malcolms too, years. bro. <laughs> What's that? They're all Malcolms too. The Malcolm yeah. Dynasty. <laughs> yeah. fucking... well. hey, but 20, 21 years in independent wrestling, man, that's a long time. 300 events, 300 plus events. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, think. but Ooh. these guys, there is nobody in the state. Now, I can't, I, I can only speak for what I've seen, but. In my opinion, XICW is the place to be when it comes to independent wrestling here in the state of Michigan. And you know that you're you're not the first person that's come on this show and said that is what's it's, funny. It's the truth. Yeah. Because it's the truth, man. Uh Trey Miguel, you know, Ooh. went into impact. He wrestled in XICW. You know, funny thing about XI with uh Trey Miguel is you just you go to an XICW show, you never know. You might just sit next to Trey Miguel and he you never even You would know never it. know it. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, he shows up at, he sh- you know, he's a smoker. He's showing up at, uh, they did uh, what's called house party shows, which were outdoors when we were able to do outdoor shows when it was still warm outside. And he just showed up. He just showed up and was hanging out with everybody. There was a proving ground. I'm not sure if you guys know what proving ground or wrestling with a vet is, but there's there's these shows that they do or events that they do where they have rookies and they have rookie wrestlers and they have veteran record uh, wrestlers they pair them up into tag teams and they compete in a contest Ooh, okay and, and so anyways trey miguel is a winner of one of those seasons of wrestling with a vet and he just showed up one night and he was just sitting in the crowd just right next to fans no big deal and nobody and this is and, while and, he was signed to impact and no hardly anybody knew it was him uh, a couple of people. Yeah. Dude. It's hard not to, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, he stands out. If you if you know yeah. who he is, he does stand out. He does he does okay to try to hide a little bit sometimes, but then there's other times where he just doesn't care and he's just going to hang out with everybody. You know, he's kind of like Matt Riddle. That's and and see the I think that's important. 
to in order the fan interaction is the most important thing to a wrestler because that's what's going to boost you up. If the fans hate you, who the fuck are you? Right. <laughs> yeah, period. Well, I mean, it depends. It, it it's, depends. Though. You're right. You're right. The good, I mean, the good you, bad guys are loved. Yeah. Well, loved to be hated. That's one thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Heenan. Let's go right there. That was one of the most hated managers of all time, right there, Bobby Heenan. But he was once. You know, it was all said and done, and everybody loves him. You know. Well, I mean, and and then you can just see the work that they've put in. Like you've you've put in this much work to have people hate you for this long. Like oh, you yeah. did, what a good, what a good guy, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. you meet him in real life and he's the nicest guy you ever met. Uh, right. Who, who like, was it? Johnny like Bravo. Ever... When we went to that event, Johnny Bravo oh. was, T-Rup fell in love with Johnny Bravo I, that day. I was, I, I was like, this motherfucker sitting in the chair looking, this motherfucker, <laughs> he was so cocky. And so I was like, fuck that guy, you know, but I was like, I like it, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I said, uh, well, he he got my attention because this dude's just sitting here over here talking shit, eating people's popcorn and shit, bro. I was like, this guy <laughs> yeah, needs to get his ass whooped. Definitely good at what he does. Right. I mean, you know, and then being the head referee for Impact Wrestling, and then transitioning into being a character as well with T- Taya Valkyrie and stuff. He's he's been around. You know, he, he worked a long time to get where he's at. Yeah. Say. So, uh- he he's good. He's a, he's. I think he's dude. It was great because it was the first. It was the first live show I've ever been to, and I've been a fan of wrestling my whole life. Right. And and I went there and I was like, dude, I fucking hate this guy just as much as the fans would right. hate him. Like on TV, when I'm sitting there, like, fuck you, Miz. You ain't shit. <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> and, well, I see you guys are having Cody. Did you guys already have Cody on, or are you having him on Cody Hawk? Um, he's going to be on the Curious Cats podcast. That's 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 another show that uh, oh, a few of our buddies do. Oh, I was gonna say because you know he's down there in Ohio. You know he's down. I believe he's running their promotions running out of Hamilton. I'm sure. Oh, I'm yeah. sure if we reach yeah. out, I just haven't reached out personally to him yet. We got yeah. pretty much everybody from Skull and Bones down here. That's awesome. Oh, uh, they're real I'm close just, though. They're right, like, Cody yeah, Hawk, ten minutes dude, away. That I've. I know Cody. Uh, we're not like best buddies, pen pals or whatever. We know each other. We've met several times. You know, we get the handshake, hello, whatever is his fiance. I've watched her wrestle many, many times. Um, but Cody is one of the humblest dudes. You know, he's trained Eli Drake. He's trained Sammy Callahan. He say, you know, John Moxley. And, you know, uh, just to name a few, That's you know, Dean he's, Ambrose. he's Dean Ambrose. Yeah, he's done um, work. He's, you know, tuned up guys like Madman Fulton. You know, all all these guys come to see him. He's the he's the creme de la creme of when it comes to wrestling trainers. Right. And and um, if you guys ever have the opportunity to sit down with that man, you definitely should because, man, what a dude, what a nice guy. I got to tell you this story about, about Cody Hawk because it's after a show one night where we're at – I've I think we're at the office bar in Port Huron and um, it was after an event and I don't even remember the name of the event, but anyways, I think Brian Pillman jr. Was there too. Uh, but we were, we're hanging out and we're drinking or whatever. It's the end of the night. And this is what made me turn, turn on the heat. Like I was only doing one show a week for a long time. And I was just kind of like treading water, you know, and what have you. And Cody Hawk, 
was getting ready to leave him and Shauna. Uh, and he came over to me and he shook my hand and said goodbye. And I was like, wait a minute, dude. That's Cody fucking Hawk. Yeah. He just came to me and shook my hand. <laughs> like, like he might not know this, but he, he inspired me by that. When he did that, that made me turn up the heat for wrestling rage and, and, and MI dub. Cause MI dub wasn't going yet. And just, I just, it was full on at that point. That, it was like, that if was I can have that light. much influence yep. where that guy can come and see me and, and shake my hand because he respects me. <clears throat> fuck it. I'm going, it's, it's all in now. Yeah. I kind of felt that when uh, Darren McCarty came in the studio. Oh yeah, dude. That's yeah. awesome, bro. I was like, I was like, this is it. This is, this is crazy. Cause I thought I knew him as a comedian. He bro. never knew him as a hockey I'd player. I've never been a fan of hockey in my whole life. I right. went to one game and it was boring as fuck. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You know? And, but dude, and, oh man, it was, it was when I did, when I shook hands with them actually was when I was like, oh my God. It was like shaking hands with a grizzly bear. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell he punched people. For he's not that big of a guy, but he's got a grip of a fucking 400 pounder. Yeah, but he's a, he's, he's a fucking beast though, man. You know, even to watch him back in the day when he had the skates on back during the heyday of the Red Wings, you know, and he, he'd take a motherfucker out, dude. Oh dude, yeah. His rookie yeah. year, he has a highlight reel of his rookie year. He beats up all the dudes that have hands in the fucking It's uh, a two-hour video, and, and 20 minutes is just his rookie year. And he's beating up <laughs> awesome. everybody that's got, got hands. He's beating up everybody that knows how to fight. That's oh, they're, awesome, man. Oh, they're pissing him off. Oh, they're sending the grind line in. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Darren McCarty oh, yeah. out here fucking racking heads. <laughs> yeah. Those were the days, man. When that's the that's when hockey man. was the best. I don't like yeah. I, ever, ever since, I think it was like 2008, I haven't really watched hockey. But yeah, that that 1997, 1998, that that whole fucking three years yep. right there. That's that's my life of hockey. That's when I was yep. deepest into hockey. That was like my childhood dreams right there. Yeah, we had a whole country as a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <It was> the, <laughs> the Russian five. Yep. Yep. We had the Russians. We had Sergey. I've got a, uh, a Vladimir Konstantinov Russian Army jersey I wear all the time. That, there you go. I have the complete set Opechi of the Russian Army from when they played for Russia. Yeah. Ooh. Is Fatisov? Yeah. Yep. They got all the, them. They got, they got Fatisov and Fati- Konstantinov from there. Uh, yeah, they got. Sergey Fedorov from from there too, but uh, Sergey Fatizov and all the Russians came defected over here. Oh, no. really? Yeah. Okay, just like Cubans yeah. do for baseball. Yes, uh, Fedorov's brother played minor league hockey here in Port Huron for a while too. Did he? Yeah, so did Gretzky's brother Wayne. Wasn't as good as your well, brother. <laughs> no, that, no, that's, not that's at why all. when Fedorov left for for Anaheim, it was such a kick to the gut because we like. We we paid paid so much to get him over here and and was sacrificed so much to get him over here and he be, he grew up with us he came over here when he was like seventeen right yeah so you he, are a red ring motherfucker yeah he grew up with it's, it's like Jer- Derek Jeter leaving the Yankees this like, is America what? this is America it's like Tom Brady being on Tampa Bay a little bit but uh, Sergey left on his own volition Tampa Bay just I mean New England just didn't sign ta- Tom Brady back. Right, yeah. which was dumb on their part, but hey, whatever. Because yeah, Tom Brady's going back to the Super Bowl, quote me. You know, and let me tell I, you, Sergey never did as good on any other team besides nope. the Wings. Nope. 
No, well, you remember when Pavel Datsuk decided he was going to go back to Russia? Yeah. We're like, oh. I remember the moment that I noticed Pavel Datsuk. He made he made Peter Forsberg, who let me tell you is was the Deke master at, at the time. He made Peter Forsberg look like he was a rookie. And this was Pavel Datsuk was the rookie. And I was right. like, dude, this dude's going to be great. <laughs> this yeah. this was this was still when the they it was uh two goat two goats and a kid or two a goat and a, two kids or whatever that grind line was. He was on Brett Hall's line. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been quite a while since we've kids, seen yeah. some good hockey teams here in Detroit. I hope Stevie's bringing one. Stevie's yeah, working well, on it. All, he's all like trust the great Stevie. White hope for yep. Detroit. <laughs> yep. The great Dude. red hope. Dude, if you're yeah. a Michigan sports fan, your life sucks right now, man. Absolutely. Any Absolutely, Michigan team, fuck them all, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've seen 84 for the Tigers. You know, I mean, the Wings, what was it? Shit, it was, what, 90-something? No, no two, oh, 07. Oh, 07, that yeah, that's what it was. was. Yeah, 07. Um, I was, when they lost to the St. Louis Cardinals, this was, I think, in, like, 07, when they went to the World Series, Um. Tigers or the, the Tigers. It might not have been 07. I can't remember the year, but one of them times they they, they went with with Pudge Rodriguez. He was the catcher. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I went to one World Series game and I was at the very tippy tippy top of the stadium and they won that game. That's the only game of the series they won. I became a baseball fan that day. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, just uh, my grandpa took me. He he just so happened somebody gave him tickets and he's like, "Oh, come on. We've never done nothing like this together." I was like, "Cool." So I have a hard time watching baseball on TV. I have to go. Same. I'm the exact yeah. same way. It's right. fun as fuck. I've had I've been there and almost Okay, so Chris Sale one time, you know who Chris Sale is? Mm-mm. Okay, he he used to be on the White Sox, and he, he is now, I think, on the Red Sox, but he's one of the best pitchers to ever do it, at, at least for this generation. Um, I, He was walking out one time, and I caught him right before he started walking. I was like, yo, Sale, you suck. And he, he chuckled, and I threw, I threw the little rascal sign up there, and he fucking tossed me a ball. I already liked oh, the dude, man. but he became my favorite pitcher at that point in time. Oh, nice. I like it. And, and – uh. That's the same game that I got the Tigers sprayed champagne on us because we oh, ran nice. down to the dugout right before the game ended, and they come out and they they want just won the pennant, and the they started made you wet. Yep, they sure <laughs> made they made me wetter than shit. <laughs> I seen you guys were smoking on something there. What are you guys smoking on? You're always Ooh. asking oh. everybody what they're smoking on. What are you smoking? That's on? That's a Brainco Labs tarantula. Check this out. Brainco DMAC approved. Ah. <laughs> that's awesome uh i don't know like so i have my medicinal card here in the state of michigan even though it's recreational legal here i still have my card and that way i don't have to pay the additional 10 percent tax yeah you get it cheaper than everybody else yeah well i'm it's still pretty expensive when you go to a fucking dispensary man they they call these tarantulas or sometimes they call them fuzzies Fuzzies, tarantulas, either way, they it's, get you it's, stoned. It's weed, and then you brush wax on it, and then you roll it in keef. Yeah, uh, I've smoked them before. Those are badass, dude. And then you go to outer space. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I went to, oh shit, it was a couple years ago. My wife and I went to Amsterdam. And, uh, dude, talk about a fucking place. First of all, if you're going to go to Amsterdam, make sure you go more than three days, okay? <laughs> and uh, because you're just going to want to wish you go back. Yep. I'm just telling you that right now. Because, and if you go somewhere else, make sure weed's legal there because you're just going to miss Amsterdam again, right? <laughs> um, but, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the truth because we went from three days in Amsterdam, three days in France, and three days in England. And every day I was like, dude, we need to go back to Amsterdam. <laughs> Fuck I England. We tell Craig all the time, England <laughs> sucks. Yeah, I don't want to come see you in England, bro. I no, I do, though. I do want to check England Amsterdam. out. But, oh, it but was, England was cool. I want to go somewhere fun like Amsterdam over but I don't all that. I want to pay their prices for dope. Let me tell you that right now, dude. That shit's expensive. Is it? There. Oh, yeah. I had a guy try to fucking get, what was it? Hundred bucks for a fucking quarter or something, a hundred year or a hundred pounds. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good, dude. Because over there they're pounds or whatever. I'm Give like, me a hundred pounds of this dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they use pounds over in Amsterdam too? No, England. Okay, okay. Yeah, over in in Amsterdam it's euro. Okay. Yeah, right. and I don't even know if that's still a thing, but yeah, it's it wasn't bad. Uh, the thing is, though, you could you spend a lot of fucking money because you go over there. And I'm not a guy that likes to walk around and smoke. I like to sit down and chill, right? So um, over there, if you go to the, they call it, it's the coffee shop. You go to the coffee shop and you order, you get a, a gram or whatever it is. And if you want to sit down, you got to buy a drink or something. So every time you go to a different coffee shop and you want to chill, you got to buy a fucking a drink. And it, it's like, it sucks because I just want to sit on and that smoke. shit, bro. I can't. I, you you, you just... got to pay for the weed too at the coffee shop? Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck oh, yeah. them, dude. Fuck Amsterdam, bro. <laughs> I don't no. want a Danish, damn it. I want tea and a fucking jibby, dude. Let's go. I'll t- but I went, we went, I don't even remember the name of this coffee shop, but it was Reefer something, right? And uh, I went in there and I got, it was a gram of, of Skittles with the Z, yep. right? And uh, I rolled one up and I sat outside in the chair where they, they have like a little section outside and I was sitting in the chair and I, me and my wife smoked a fat one, dude. And I got so fucking stoned. I, I just didn't want to move. It was like I melted into the fucking seat. And then the guy comes out who, you know, he was one of the waiters or whatever the fuck they are. And he comes out, he's like, you want something? I'm like, yeah, dude, give me one of the, like, you know, and I was in the, dude, you know, and dude, I was let like, me get give a me fucking one. burger. You know what, yeah. dude? <laughs> yeah, I was like, bro, like, I'll take one of those ham and cheese melts, man. <laughs> and I got, he got, dude, it was like, I swear, I don't know if it was weed or if it was just really that fucking good, but I fucked, that was like the best ham and cheese melt ever. No, what they do is they get you fucking stupid high, <laughs> and they cook you some mediocre-ass food, and you're like, that place, fucking reefer and coffee over there on fucking Fifth Avenue, that shit is fire, dude. Yeah, well, you know, I, uh, it was, it was a great time, man. I, 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 my wife and I, we've decided, and we made the decision that when it's time to retire, we're selling everything, and that's where we're going. We're done. Moving We're to Amsterdam. That's a dream, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's fuck, done. dude. 100 pounds for a quarter? Get, you no, know, that was in back. England. Oh, that England? was in England. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. And I, I don't know about the, the poundage there. but They usually, I, sm- I know they, they smoke 
they smoke tobacco and weed a lot yes, over their do. splits. So yes. that's one of the other things you got to be careful because you can buy pre-rolls there just like you can here, right? Yep. And if you don't ask for a pure pre-roll, you will get a pre-roll with tobacco in it. Oh, that would fuck me up, bro. Oh, it sucked, bro. I hate. I didn't like it. I don't. I. I'm. I'm not a blunt guy to begin with, but then when you start putting tobacco in the weed, I don't know. Tobacco no. makes makes me dizzy, man. That's that wacky tobacco, boy. <laughs> I don't oh, smoke, so tobacco makes me dizzy. That's the wacky tobacco. Almost get higher from the tobacco, yeah, man. Yeah. You know what? I heard a quote from Arnold Schwarzenegger one time. He's like, "Why do you think I smoke these cigars all the fucking time? It makes you high." <laughs> well it was a great time you know what else is weird about over there is is that like so you know how we have carts and wax and shit yeah Yeah. they don't have that shit those carts the carts carts. they don't have wax well i they may have it but i didn't see it anywhere okay one of the guys one of the one of the places i went into like a shop that sold paraphernalia and he was telling me that there was a place where they call it extraction Okay. They don't yep. call it wax. An they extract. Call yeah, they yep. call it an extraction. Okay. And you go over there and you can get that, but they don't have um, the carts and stuff. They don't. That shit's illegal over there. Yeah. Yeah, because the concentrated, the concentrated version is like uh, they. It's like a man-made drug at that point. Yeah, and now another thing is uh, like shrooms are legal. Yeah, but, that's that's a plant that grows. Right, but it's not the actual mushroom. It's there's spores that grow in the root system that have the same potency as the as the mushroom itself. You're talking about the stones; they look like stones almost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they sell. That's what you can take. Okay. They have their own specialized shops when you're walking down the street that are just to buy mushrooms. I forget what that's called, but yeah, you're yeah. They ah! okay. So what happens is oh, the mushroom there. the mushroom grows on the top, and this little stone thing is the is in the ground at, at the bottom. It's not yeah. the mycelium. It's but it's something that that grows the opposite of the mushroom, and it's just yeah. it's just a little stone. It looks almost like a brain. Or, yeah, or it'll fuck your brain up, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. Well, and then you got space cakes. You know, you can buy space cakes over there. Amsterdam. Amsterdam and fucking trip the whole time, and then, bro. And then there's the red light district I hear over oh, in Amsterdam. Dude. Oh, bro. All right, let me tell you about the red light. <laughs> yeah, district. tell us about the red light district. All right. Well, first of all, one of the best coffee shops is in the red light district, right on the main drag. It's called the Bullfrog. It's badass. Great setting, by the way. If you go there and you go down to the basement, and buy dope and smoke out, it's like this. <laughs> it's like it's like um, it's like going to a restaurant where there's booths right in the ba- and down there. There's booths, but they're like comfy couch chair type things. It's really badass. But anyways, uh, the red light district is uh, a sight to see. Let me tell you what. And it depends on what time of the day you go. (laughs) (laughs) A sight to see. The main drag, the main drag, right, is where the primo punani is, right? That's where the high dollar hookers are. All right. And they are. They're hookers. That's I ain't going down that street. Prostitution's my, legal. My broke ass right. going to the third street. Right. <laughs> so the main streets where you're going to find the primo, and then there's like alleys, right? And in the alleys, are like the further away you get from the main, is the 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 grade starts to go down. Dirt. There's levels to the shit. Dirty girls for yeah. life. 
I'm yeah, just dude. an A minus hooker. This one, this uh, one's yeah, a B. Yeah. This one's a B plus. Cheryl doesn't even have an eyeball. <laughs> That's why she's at the end. She's she's weird. She's got a little foot. <laughs> <laughs> she's in she's into pegging with that foot. <laughs> but so like if you're in the red list, you know that if let's say it's not dark out and you can't see the red lights, but if you hear church bells. You are in the red light district. Whoa. You okay. can you can literally li- I'm not joking, within probably six foot from a hooker, you can get a hooker, go in the little room, do your duty, go out six feet, go to the front door of the church, and repent. <laughs> Dude, they I'm have not, it figured out there, bro. I'm not joking. I am it's all so, figured out. Yeah. There's <laughs> and then behind the church, there's like this like I don't know. It's like this big area and there's a bunch of chairs and stuff, right? And a lot of people sit back there and get fucked up, but That's it was, awesome. it, it was uh, really cool. It, it was, I'm going to lose tear up to Amsterdam now. Oh, I'm going, I'm telling you, it's and worth if, every fucking penny. If somebody wants me to do a podcast in Amsterdam with them, I'm staying, dude. You're <laughs> going home by yourself. Uh, swear I, to God. What are you saying, dude? You could just start on Main Street with a hundred dollar bill. Who wants this? Not <laughs> me. I'm gonna walk down this alley. Huh? Huh? First one to bite gets it. You could, pro- you could probably get like three. Shopping for a whore. Your window shopping for a whore. You know, and and they put the best ones on the main drag. And I'm talking girls that you would think are in pornos. You know what hey. I'm saying? Or because or a model or whatever. And I was, he I says, would, the most gorgeous women you've ever seen in your life. Oh, most likely, oh. maybe. I don't know. Did you ask the pricing? <laughs> I, I was with my wife, bro. Did you and your wife ask for pricing? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. She don't swing that way, man. Uh, she wasn't having it, dude. Babe, do you see that chick, chick's ass, dude? It could squeeze fucking orange juice. <laughs> it could squeeze <laughs> oranges. Are you kidding? Imagines what she would do with my nuts. Yeah, she wasn't having it, bro. But yeah, I mean, it was I, a good time. I enjoyed it, dude. I, I, I don't like Paris. Don't, no, ma'am. Don't like sorry, it. I'm just here for the sightseeing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we maybe we your window shopper. I feel like I feel like they would do this, bro. Pussy, head, get your pussy, pussy. That's free pussy, right? Let's say it's a slow night. It's a slow night. You walk by, they bang on the window at you, dude. Holy right. shit, they're in a fucking container? <laughs> yeah. You can just pluck a bitch out of a container and answer. I don't yeah. want to go like, there Instead no of mannequins. They're, it's it's porn, It's hookers. What, are they putting yeah. their titties on the window or yeah. something? A little nipple rub on the window? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. This bitch freaky. Okay, come here. Yeah. You see one smacking herself? <laughs> oh, my God. There's legit red lights. There's certain places where, like, there's nothing there's no um like no windows or whatever and there's a red light above the door that's the ones where you're like you may not come out of <laughs> those are the freaky ones that you need yeah. safe words for yeah. oh i don't want that <laughs> i'm scared now my safety word is ah no i don't know <laughs> it was a great time man i enjoyed it a lot a lot a lot well, you could have enjoyed it more if you <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding, dude. Like I said, though, man, three days just wasn't enough, dude. It just—you can walk. We walked ten miles a day for the three days that we were there. We walked ten miles a day. 
Dude, did you guys that. did you guys go down to like trails and and other stuff like that too, or did you just stay in like the main areas? Uh, for the most part, in Amsterdam, we stayed in the main area. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, we went, dra- we went. went. Well, I mean, sightseeing is the thing to do when yeah. you're well, high. I, mean, I like the nature. Met, I ended up going to some bar that was probably a few miles away, uh-huh. and uh, we ate some some you know uh, Danish or da- what is it, Danish? Yeah, food or whatever. And then I had some Danish beer, and then we went across the street and smoked a big fat one, and then walked around some more. I'd like to go to Ireland too. That's another place oh, yeah, I'd really absolutely. like to go to, for I'll sure. Pro- I'll probably find my dad there. My my, I'm a Gallagher by. My mom was a Gallagher, so I know a bunch of fucking Gallaghers in Michigan. Oh yeah, you might. Yeah. They might. They might. I don't know any of my my Moore family. I don't know any of my Gallagher family. I barely know any of my blood relatives whatsoever. Yeah, there was there was a whole family that owned a big old fancy restaurant in a town uh, town over, and it was called Gallagher's, and they were all last name Gallagher. Apparently, my family's related to the Kellogg's. I don't know. I never met them. (laughs) Man, you need to. Maybe you got like a secret fucking like trust fund or something. (laughs) Right? Just passed down to generations that nobody's ever seen. Dude. Forgotten about bank account in the fucking Fed. Cody, I seen that you posted. You said when you said when I win the Mega Millions, I'm going to be an asshole millionaire. Explain that. Explain that to me. Well, okay, let's think. So look at most of the people that are millionaires. The ones that we see, they're all fucking assholes, right? Right. Yeah, so I just, I want to fit in. I would be be more like Mr. Beast. I'd be charitable with my millions. It was actually actually a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not not a dick. He says, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you all. I am a dick. (laughs) I am a dick, but in the the same instance, I was just, I thought it was kind of like a jab at a bunch of fucking prick millionaires that yeah. think they own the world and you can't walk on my no code no cody floor. those those are called billionaires yeah. <laughs> them too yeah. they're fucking pricks too them are the biggest pricks i think because what the fuck do you need billions of dollars what do you need hundreds of billions of dollars for when especially when we got starving people we got detroit is falling apart in certain neighborhoods yeah. there's neighborhoods where you go down detroit and every house is vacant oh yeah <clears throat> Every single flat. one. Yeah, Flint too. What the fuck? Billionaires. This <laughs> this is your job is to help fucking humanity. If I yeah. honestly, for real, if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't make it to a billion dollars because I'd be that charitable. Oh yeah. What do I what do I my family can survive for generations on on the chump change that billion multi like Jeff Bezos has. Oh yeah. Well that dude's never gonna be Jeff Bezos big. can give a everyone in the world a million dollars and it wouldn't even affect him. No. Ew. No, well, you know, and the, the thing is is with people that make a certain amount of money, right? They hold on to it. They don't reinvest. They don't, you know, the the trickle down economics that Reagan came up with were like, okay, so if we give this company $2 million, that's going to trickle down to their workers. No, they hold on to that shit. They don't, Right. they keep it. They they hold on to it. Do you see Jeff Bezos fucking out here spending millions of dollars? Nope. No. Only he he's only on re- he reinvests. Right. If, if he's spending Warren money, Buffett. he it's it's investments. It's not right. anything buying but... Buying new plants or shit like that. Yep. Warren Buffett, same thing. 
one of the richest fucking dudes out there runs Berkshire Hathaway, one of the investment firm. Do you see him spending billions of dollars? Fuck no, because he's holding on to it because he's fucking greedy. Well, they don't the cash. They're not holding on to any cash. It's because they they're buying land and they're buying gold and they're buying actual assets. Because guess what, people? That money's fake. (laughs) They can crash that dollar bill any day, any time, anywhere. Tomorrow, today, five minutes from now, that dollar could be worth nothing. No, our money to our money is not backed by anything. Nope. Right. Other than the Federal Reserve saying, "Oh yeah, this money's worth this," but hey, well, we run out of money, let's print more. Yep. That's really how it goes. It's monopoly money at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, you ever seen Canadian money? It can't be ripped. I saw. (laughs) <laughs> that's all i know i i got i seen a 20 dollar bill one time and i tried to, somebody's like oh i'll give you this if you can rip it guess what i could not a fucking canadian dollar yep is it paper it's paper but it's plastic it, it's like laminated but it's not you know it's a different type of it's like government lamination <laughs> it's like high te- high high tech fucking lamination Futuristic you ever been lamination. to a strip club in canada no i've never no. been to actually like i've been to an island in canada but i never officially have been to canada oh man you guys are fucking missing out dude i'm telling you i'm gonna what, try dude. to make it to toronto what one do you day do with the strip club do you just put that fucking that credit card in your butt the, the <laughs> credit card please <laughs> well you know usually they they have the loony and the toonie which is a, a coin and the loony is a dollar and the toonie is two dollars you throw coins and, at these bitches no 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 let's let <laughs> <laughs> Here, bitch, dance for me. <laughs> hey, come on, bitch. So, true story. They, when you know, like here in most places, you know, you go up to the stage, put your dollar in the mouth, they put the tits in the mouth or in your face or whatever, yep. and take your dollar or what have you, right? Over there, you put a toonie or a loony in your mouth and you lay down on the stage. And she then picks she picks up with her butt, don't she? Well, she'll do all kinds of crazy things to you. She'll rub her shit in your face and all that. I mean, her, you know, her, her nanner, her, her vagine, her, her vagine hang like sleeve of wizards dragging across my face, man. (laughs) And then somehow they pick up the loony and toony out of your mouth. I don't, I think, I think, I think they would. They would uh, do something like this. Want me to do kegels with my butthole? Yeah, they do kegels <laughs> with their butthole, bro. Wow, uh, bro, that's talent that I just want to see. Like, I don't even want to just to see it happen. <laughs> you yeah. said you said you could pick the. Come here. Come here. <laughs> T-Rep says I don't even like the strip club, but I want to see that. Yep. Yeah. That's that's. I don't like the strip club either, but when yeah, I was I'm not younger. a fan of it. Like. When I was 18, you know, it's like, oh, dude, you got to know we got to take you to the strip club. You're a man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Really, dude? This, this I think I get I get grossed I out. So, bro. I get grossed out. Yeah. If I'm being honest, because all I can think about is the creeps that have jacked off under the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that I think about it, I never want to <laughs> oh, go to the strip club. You ruined it, man. And then it's like, on top what? of that. How how many dudes has has this chick given a lap dance or put tits in their face and and when's the last time she fucking washed them tits in between you know it, I'm, the germaphobe comes in me and that's the only time I'm a germaphobe is when I walk into the strip club 
Have you tested those titties for COVID? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you wipe it down with with a with a antibody or anti? I'm gonna need to see you hand sanitize them bitches right now. Yeah. Lather them up with hand sanitizer. That's kind of hot. Bro. Oh, you fucking ruined it, man. No, so- well, I'm and I. It's been a long time. I am. She's like, ooh, I had a cut on my titty. Hey, I'm gonna go to Henry the Eighth's tomorrow. Oh, that's crazy. Dude. You don't want to go there, dude. I yeah. mean, unless you want some cheap stuff, but then you can go right. there, but it, you get what you pay for. Shit, you could just get your local lady a, <laughs> from downtown and just fucking need some drugs. <laughs> you're you're a local hooker? Yeah. Uh, speaking of Mega Millions, though, right? So it's almost a billion dollars. Really? Right? I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, it's like nine bi- 900 million something now. Say what? Yeah. So if, and- if you win that, what do you get about, say, half? Yeah, and that's what I would figure on is about half. What would you do with four hundred and fifty million? Four hundred and fifty million dollars. The first thing I'm doing is I'm cutting that bitch in half, right? And I'm putting half of it into annuities right away. Earning interest on interest, right? Yep, yep. And then my kids can live off that interest for the rest of their life. Yep. Another half. Never have to I'm work again. Do, I'm probably gonna develop a bunch of bad habits. Um <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, has the story of everyone that we lives uh wins the lottery yeah yep. you know oh i mean it happened before I'm not cody cody heart. was great and then he won the lottery and next thing you know he blew it all yeah <laughs> he blew uh, it all on cocaine and hookers that's, yeah. <laughs> went to amsterdam lost him in the red light district <laughs> he was never the same i'm He's, going to amsterdam and hitting every bitch on the main street he started going by <laughs> carl <laughs> oh man yeah i dude i don't even none of us can really fathom that kind of money you're right can't oh no because 450 i'm giving everybody i know a million 450 million you could go out and buy 10 lambos and it won't even dent you yeah imagine that you could buy all your family and friends houses and you'd still have enough for your whole family to live on that your yeah. for generations i want to give everybody just, if i had 450 i'd give everybody i knew a million dollars 100 percent. like even if i barely know no you, no what's up? if if you're if you're in my fucking, 450 people I, I, you'd be surprised how many friends you'll get all of a sudden no i'm no, talking i'm talking to people though like you know the, my t- people. the 25 people that are i'm closest to when i win that I, right. you know, those people are going to get at, maybe not a million dollars each, but they're going to get a good chunk and they're, they're going to be 450. That's I know I can do a lot more than that of. with that. I can affect yeah. way more people than just my own people with that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree and you that. only need fucking 3 million to live the rest of your life. Bro. Buy a fat chunk of property and live off that property. Every kid I know personally is going to college for free. You know what I would be doing? I would set up foundations. Uh, I would build a dojong and give kids free karate. Yeah, that's a great that's, idea. That's really good. Because I, I'm a, I don't, I don't know if you guys, I'm a second degree black belt in Tung Sudo. Okay. I haven't, I haven't been actively training for a few months now, but my wife still trains. Um, she's a black belt as well. Your wife so wears my the oldest. pants. Sure. <laughs> some days she some days you know i don't want to fight her back i just tap you know oh, she's a bad bitch I ain't, I ain't gonna lie my wife 
me and her have went rounds like at, in karate class, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know where it's legal. And then, uh, wink, wink. And then we take, <laughs> you know, then we drink some wine after karate, and we start yeah, throwing yeah. them things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, she don't fuck around. She can take care of herself. I'm not worried about her. That's for sure. Um, that's always I, sometimes a, that's I always wish, a nice thing. Some, right. I wish sometimes she'd get her CPL, but it is what it is. I mean, before she was doing a lot of traveling for her job but not so much anymore so i ain't too worried about it now but but yeah i would i would love to because i find a lot of times like when i was teaching uh i didn't own the dojong um and when i found that like i ran a program that was called kids power and it was through the local rec department and a lot of times so these kids were uh you know financially not well off you know because they were coming in through the rec department it was a little bit cheaper for them to come in that way and a lot of them would get like um they would do like what they call like tuition like free tuition where people would like would donate money for them to take karate or what have you and then when it would come time for them the six-week course to be done they couldn't afford to come into the bit the to the dojong and do classes because yeah. it's it's not cheap right you know it's not nearly as expensive as say if you played hockey but i mean regardless it's it's not cheap and, and you know, over time you got testings and you know all this stuff you got dough box and you know sparring equipment it all costs money so i that's something i would really really i'd love because i like changing people's lives uh and and that's a big thing to say but karate does that when you teach somebody karate it teaches them discipline it teaches them that they're truly capable of doing things that they never thought they could and it, even adults right i've i've yep. trained adults and brought them up you know i've trained i've helped train a couple different national champions i've helped train a couple world champions and it's it's very very rewarding intrinsically to to watch somebody that never believed in themselves one way or another like never thought they could ever do anything and then one day next thing you know they're a world champion and they're like dude this is amazing to watch that transition or watch that transformation is probably one of the best rewards you ever have in your life yeah oh yeah well and and you can be more confident once you you know you know these things about yourself you know you can now now you, there's no reason to be scared. Absolutely. There's no reason Guaranteed. to be scared scared of people or fucking life. Guaranteed. That is, I, I'm a example of that. You know, like I was a, I wouldn't say I was a piece of shit in life, but I mean, I'd made a lot of wrong choices and did a lot of stupid shit and got in trouble and all these things. And karate changed my thinking style. Like I was always down on myself and, you know, I, I, I always believed that I was never capable of being more or doing more, you know, and I always beat myself up internally. And karate, once I took, you know, four years of training to become a black belt, and then I took a 10-hour black belt test and got my ass kicked and survived, you know, I felt like a different person. And then I go on two years later to take a second degree black belt test, another 10 hour test and survive almost died. Not literally, but I almost passed out because of all the physical exertion, but to watch other people go through that. And then you, then you, your shoulders get a little bit broader, you know, and you, and you, you stop looking at the ground so much. Yep. 
Exactly. And you know, a lot, you talk about bullying, right? A lot of the thing with bullying, people say a lot of times a bully will pick on somebody that they know that they can bully. And it's a lot about how, um, it's a lot about how um, they carry themselves, right? They know that you feel down about yourself. Hey, Jeremiah Goldman, what's up, brother? I see you over there on Facebook. Whoop, whoop. Um, whoop to the whoop. They, um, oh yeah. So what, what as I was saying is, is they just, they walk a little bit taller. They feel a little bit taller. They, they don't get bullied anymore because they walk that way. They walk with pride. Yeah absolutely and and i feel also on the other end it teaches kids how to deal with bullies yeah Um, well that kid that's in that kid that's in martial arts you know if he's trained the right way he's gonna defend whoever's getting bullied right he's not he's he's not gonna pick on somebody that's weaker he's gonna defend that person let me just say and i'm gonna go on record (laughs) as a martial artist as a martial artist that has taught martial arts, if you have exhausted every opportunity, you've went to the school, you've went to the teachers, and it's still continuing, roundhouse that fucker to the face, lay him the fuck out, take your three-day suspension, and I guarantee that some bitch will not bully you anymore. Them's the facts. That's a real fact. Make him taste his own blood. That's what I tell my kids. I mean, they're virtual schooled now, but before it was like, you're not going to be the bully, but you're also not going to take it. If you've told somebody and nobody's done anything and they, they swing on you or something, take care of it. But that's about, you know, don't be the aggressor. What you got to do is you got to be part of the bully busters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. You know, we're the bully exactly. busters. We eat straight rocks. I don't know about you guys, but I, I was bullied when I was coming up. I grew up in a rich town where the kids were rich. You know, most of them. But anyways, and I grew up in a trailer park. I didn't have any fucking money, man. My dad worked in a, a factory and my mom worked uh, as a waitress in a, in, a, in a restaurant. And coming up through school, I didn't have the nice shit. I had the Kmart clothes. I had the Jordash, you know, the, the, the fake Reebok pumps that were the Kmart version. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. I had hand-me-downs, I, bro, from my uncles. Yeah, right. <laughs> second second generation hand-me-downs. I got made fun of a lot. And so with doing this, uh, as when I started teaching and stuff, it was a big, big reward for me. Uh, it felt really good. And, and it made me feel like I was paying, you know, it helped me feel like I was paying back some of the shit that I did when I was a dumbass too. So. I never really got bullied by anybody except for my friends and t up, you know, <laughs> I do it nicely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just bully. I bully with a little bit of bullying. It's all done with love. It's all done. It's all love. love. It's all love. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, But nobody's nobody's susceptible. Nobody's safe from T. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I got bullied by girls in middle school, bro. You got bullied by girls more than boys. Well, you were big after middle school. After that, I was big. You would have been the bully. I was the bully in, in elementary school. And then I got bullied in middle school, and then in high school I was like, "Dude, bullying's not cool, bro." Right? Because I had to, I had to take it. The, the yeah, you, you had to mean, get bro. some of your own medicine in middle school, and then you're like, "Oh, this isn't fun at all." Yeah, but the girls weren't like beating me up. They were, they were psychic, like just in there talking just, shit. Yeah, talking shit, bro. Like, why? Right. You know, I can't hit you, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. Oh, oh boy you guys- comes out talking shit. I'm gonna punch him, but you, I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble. I got dropped by a girl. She hit me in my fucking right in that fucking spot that takes your breath away. Your solar plexus. Yeah, she got, it was like sixth grade. She dropped me in front of the whole recess. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Uppercut. It was like an uppercut to the fucking solar plexus. Boom. (gasps) Nobody from your class, that class, thinks you're a man now. They're like, yeah, Josh, dude. I was in sixth grade. I was like three foot tall. Oh, yeah, you were tiny. I was tiny. I I was a tiny kid. (laughs) <laughs> I was little. I that, it, when I went to wrestling in, um, it was like I don't know fifth or sixth grade. I was in wrestling. They had to put the the varsity jacket of my uncle on me so I would make weight. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I was tiny, dude. Yeah. Well, you wrestled in high school or what? Uh, I wrestled in like elementary school. I kind of quit one 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 off season. I ga- they took me off my ADD medicine and I gained a hundred pounds in a year. Oh, so I kind I kind of quit wrestling after that next year because I couldn't I didn't know how to deal with my own weight, let alone another extra all that weight from the other guy too. You know, uh, I uh, I was gumpy in the in the fat department. <laughs> <laughs> I right instead yeah. of growing tall in one summer, I grew fat in one summer. Yeah, I wrestled a little bit in junior high, and that was about it. So I I basically went from the lowest weight class there was. They had to put put shit on me in order for me to make weight to like, I don't know, one, one twenty five, you know, what wrestling at 60, 70, 80 pounds, whatever it was at that point in time. And in one year, I was like, man, I I can't do this right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like getting road because you, I, I was always, I never got first place, but I always got second or third. There was always one or two dudes. There's two dudes that I always wrestled that I could not beat. If they weren't, it, they, one of them was always there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I got, I, I got out of it. It was just not for me. I don't know. Well, I, I had, I had guys. uncles. My uncles were, one of them was a state championship. Two of them were runners ups, you know? So right. that was, that was, and, and my youngest uncle was only five years older. So that's like where, where my path was headed, you know? But Absolutely. I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was a football guy, dude. I played football in high school and junior high and stuff. And but I didn't finish my high school like I should have. So because I was a bad boy. Yeah, you were. You were <laughs> one of those rebels, huh? Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one, one of those. Like one that. of those toxics. Yeah. I wasn't toxic uh, in high school. I wasn't toxic. You sure about that? I was toxic when I was doing drugs. Oh, after high school. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's I've been oh, there too. Fuck, I'll give it that too. Yeah. yeah, he says, "Okay, I was. He was. I was yeah. toxic. I mean, you don't have it tattooed on your chin for no reason, you know." Yeah, but that was more recent in my twenties. Well, I'm still in my twenties. <laughs> yeah, <now>. right. <laughs> Early twenties. Must be nice to be that young. Damn it! How old are you? Forty-one. Oh Holy shit! Holy you don't look forty-one. Yeah, I wouldn't have never guessed it. I thought you were thirty-five at least. You don't look a day it's over twenty-eight, light. buddy. <laughs> it's the light. What it's cream light. do you use? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, may, it filters my skin nicely. I don't know. Uh, dude, I, your house does look beautiful though. It looks like you. What are you doing? That's oh. not even. Yeah. 
that's not even really my house, man. That's uh, it's, it's, a, it's a filter. T Rep doesn't know about technology. Here, he barely bro. knows what Where email is. Where are you is. at, bro? <laughs> I'm in my bedroom. <laughs> Motherfucker, bro. <laughs> Dude, my brain's about to glitch. <laughs> Am I, are we in the Matrix? <laughs> Tear, oh hi, tear up. This is the 21st century, or is it the 22nd? Welcome to the digital age. Wow, dude. This dude barely, he he just. How did you he, know? How did you know it was? I, I was expecting to I see knew his it. wife walk across the fucking screen. You silly. I seen him put it up. When? When we first, right before oh we went God, live. Dude, I'm retarded, bro. <laughs> oh, my it's, God. It must, it must be the brain injury. Wow, yeah, dude. It's all that good dope. That's what it is. That's yeah, it's the good dope mixed with the fucking brain injury, man. Mo- cr- crashing that motorcycle into the van. That's yeah. what it was. No, oh, what do you have? Closed head injury? Yeah, I got a yeah, closed head injury, broken bones, uh, burned up real bad. Yeah, I had a traumatic brain injury when I was 16, so I, I understand. Oh, how was that recovery? Uh, well, I was in, I was medevaced out of where I'm at right now to the U of M and I was down there for about a month and then it took me about, about a year to get everything back going. I could walk and everything all fine. It was just, uh, I, I had, my eye was effed up and some other things, but I had to go through speech therapy and stuff. Oh, really? I didn't, I, when I woke up, I, I couldn't put words together it was one word at a time or one word at a time and then all of a sudden it was like after the they were giving me like so much drugs i was like they were weaning me off the drugs a little bit i i could talk fine like it like nothing happened but until then yeah he had to learn how to walk and talk and fucking everything walk talk and breathe yeah that's all that's that's what i had to learn how it took me about a year to walk Wow, man. Yeah, mine wasn't that insane. What'd I have a friend do? that was in uh, something like that, but damn, dude, that's insane, man. Yeah, I was in nursing home. He yeah. was underneath the van on fire. Yeah, I pinned myself under the van, and I fucking caught on fire. The The bike blew up. When I was straddling it. It blew up dude. right there. Yeah. He woke up. How he, old were you? Uh, 25, two years ago. Damn. He yeah. said he woke up while they were putting his leg back together. Yeah, while well, they were scraping the the burn the burns and shit. And I woke up again because they put you on a light anesthesia, and I was fucking out already. They didn't want to fucking kill me, so uh, I woke up and they had my fucking belly was on the really shiny because my handlebars for my ape hangers went into my stomach. Dude, they had like really super shiny. All I can remember is really super shiny bars that were holding my stomach wide open. And there was two doctors with their hands inside my body. And I was like, what the fuck? And then somebody grabbed my head, pull it back. And then I woke up like a couple days later. Holy fuck. Yeah, bro. Oh, my, it was crazy. Waking up. Wow. Waking up, I was I was definitely weirded out. I said, I asked that my dad, what the fuck, for like, like probably two weeks. What the fuck happened, dude? What's going on? Dude, but yeah, wow. It's been a, it, it took about a month until I started remembering like everything and everybody and stuff like that. But, wow, man. Yeah, but it got to, and and right now you can't even tell I have a brain injury. So. I, 
I no. mean, I can tell sometimes, but I can't, you know. I mean, nobody else can. And you can't tell that I'm crippled. I can walk fine. They told me I was never going to walk again, so. It's a little bit of a limp. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little nice. limp. I got to use a cane every once in a while. The arthritis sucks, bro. Call it your gangster lean. Yeah. That's, that's what some people think I look like. I got the face tattoos. They're like, oh, this dude's fucking All these face dope. tattoos came after the accident. Yeah. Dude, and then I read a fucking uh, article, and it said, uh, face tattoos are linked to trauma and, and like they had a fucking count and shit of it. I was like, dude, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking, I don't want to be one of those, you know, like a statistic. Yeah. One know? of those boys with daddy issues. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my dad don't love me. <laughs> yeah, That's dude. amazing. Especially when I'm your dad really does with us. Oh, dude, and thank you. You're welcome. And I'm glad that you, you made it through that, man. That's, that's a big thing. You should be proud of that. I think I made it. Uh, I think I like got more dedicated and more fucking. I, that, that I needed that because I was going down a bad path when I was 25, you know. And then when I came out of it, I've been ever since then. I just the, the world's a little bit brighter and fucking the grass is greener, you know. Yeah. And and I, I know what it's like to be, you know, not knowing if you're going to live or not. You know, so so now it's like I don't give a shit, dude. I'm just gonna do what what the fuck I want to do. There's no, you know, I wanted face tattoos since I was 15, so I got 10 of them real quick. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I get it. Yep. I totally understand, dude. Like I had to, I had to learn how to walk, talk, and breathe again. What the fuck are you gonna tell me? You know? <laughs> so yeah, I get it. My uh, son, my oldest, I have a 19 year old, and uh, he. Was it three years ago? It was about three years ago. He uh, had a seizure and um, I have a six-year-old also heck of a spread. Uh, But yeah, uh, he woke up and he comes in and he's like, Hey, uh, thunder, we hear thunder. And this is, he was a little younger than what he is now, but he's like, thunder. And it was my son in the other room having a seizure. Um, So, and it turns out he had a brain tumor and, um, Yeah, that, that sucked. And it was, a, but, you know, not to put a, you know, damper on it, but I, I get what you're saying. It kind of makes you rethink things and, and yep. reevaluate your life and what you're yep. doing and how you're doing it and puts you in a different perspective. Yeah, and it makes you, uh, it makes you a better person, I think, like, because where I had to dig to, to learn how to walk again and where I had to dig to, like, be okay with what was going on i had to do wound change every day for a whole a year and what three months they had to rip the wounds off the the bandages off every day and put it back on and then and oh. scrub that shit too yep, they scrubbed know? it and everything and 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 just the dedication from getting all that or the, i guess the motivation maybe to, right. to wanting to do it made me feel like there's nothing and nothing's impossible because they were telling me I was a 5% chance of survival. I would never walk again. Fucking you're going to have problems for the rest of your life. And I feel, I mean, almost fine. You know, like besides a little bit of crippledness and some arthritis, I'm fine. It's a PTSD. Well, I mean, and that's why we talk about these things. You know, we feel like mental health, super important. And, and what better, than to show you, hey guys, we we have stories that relate to you. You're not alone, yeah. you know. And when I, a lot of people, they're they're scared to talk about their mental health, even like especially men. Uh, yeah, 
Absolutely. But I just want to tell, like, I, I hopefully me saying something will get somebody else to be like, yo, you know what? I'm dealing with some shit, too. And he deals with all his PTSD and stuff without meds. Yeah, no meds. I, I do no meds. The only thing I take is a sleep medicine to go to sleep at night. It's basically melatonin. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, I'm doing what, what I... So, if anybody, like, I, what I try to say is if anybody needs my fucking advice or something like that tell me what you're going through and we can talk it out because nine times out of ten breathe take a deep breath and fucking calm the fuck down because if you start panicking you start not breathing your brain starts getting weird once your brain starts getting weird it's it's a fucking shit show you don't want that right that's awesome that you do that man i mean you know it's it's getting so bad like uh i have to live with my dad's i have to live with somebody and I have to sleep in his living room. I don't feel comfortable sleeping by myself in my own room. I don't feel it won't let me go to sleep. So I don't. I, that's some problems. Maybe if I took some sleep meds, I'd probably get over it. Or took some psych meds, I'd probably get over it. But I'm not willing to, because I feel like everything could be. Dude, everybody has fucking some sort of fucking issue with their in their brain. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's yeah. nobody's fucking perfect. No. So. Well, I I half-ass think, not necessarily in your case, but I half-ass think a lot of these meds were were just here. Just there's other there's other here, ways. Shut up! Quit yes, bitching to exactly. me. Exactly. Fucking shut the fuck up! And exactly. Because yeah. his doctors are like amazed that he doesn't want to take pills. It's because proud of me because I don't want to take. It's pills. like it's like, dude. They're not used to seeing somebody that's so dedicated to not. They're used to that person that's coming in and saying, "Yeah, give me these. I need these. You know, yep. make me better." And they, oh, this will work. Okay, he wants to do it the hard way. No, he wants I, to do it without the the assistance yeah. of the pills. What I do is I research different ways that people do it, and I read books, and I and I read quality information. And I come in there, and I'm like, instead of fucking saying I need to be on six fucking pills. I just looked this up and I fucking did this on Google, dude. And you've been to school for 12 years. Why are we talking? (laughs) Why are we still fucking talking? Right. Because I can fucking do some yoga that, that, uh, it's, it's, uh, easy on the knee yoga. I can do that. And I fucking sweat my balls off and I still get the fucking results that I would get if I took a fucking Xanax that you want to prescribe me, you know? Right. I, you can find a way to calm down. Tell the motherfucker to take a walk around the block. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or find something. Yeah, to do. A lot of people want the easy way out. Oh, absolutely. Because we've been we've been trained. That's the way yep. to do it. You're you know. fucking it, I, brainwashed. And that, even that, that's even what I think. And, Pharma, you're brainwashed by pharmaceuticals. And, Here, and take me? this. This is going to help you. And bro. so so are the doctors. Yeah. The mm-hmm. doctors. Yep. You know, because they get money. Well, some of them don't even realize what they're doing. But but you're right. A lot of them get yep. Yep. Do you think legal he, drug dealers? Do you think he fucking cares about you, dude? He sees forty of some you doctor. We're not talking day. about all doctors. There are some great doctors. Oh, I got a few. You know, I got a really. There are some bad doctors. Yes, but. I, but I've had to. The reason why I'm so mad is I've had to in in my two years of being in the hospital. I've had like thirty different hospitals until I found the doctors that were right. You got to be somebody that I fucking think that's going to do something. Mm-hmm. And, but like all the other guys, they can fuck off for real. Cause I'd be like, Oh dude, I'm just, I'm just a fucking, a consumer of your product is all I am. 
you're not thinking of me as a human being. Fuck you. You know, it's ain't a business. Mm-hmm. It's my life. Right. Yep. And that's why I it's important to, to to make sure you vet your doctors. Don't just yep. go to the first doctor because yep. you never. Some of them aren't that great. No, absolutely not. They some of them suck balls. Dude, my doctors right now let me come in the room and fucking stomp in there, fucking trash and shit, like uh, getting real mad, and because they're not, you know, and they understand it. They're like, we're, we're you're cool with. Like we're really proud of you for not taking pills because they were like, we're giving you this option, but you're not taking it. You're, you're deciding to do it the other way and you're still alive. So, I mean, you're doing something, mm-hmm. you know, awesome. and, and to say he's not good every day. He's got days where he's fucking horrible, where he's fucking going crazy in his mind. But I, I, I think, I, I think I can mask it like for like enough time for me to do the podcast and shit like that and all that shit. So it's like, until it starts getting a fucking problem, why am I, why am I going to take a pill right now? I'm not seeing like I can, I can control it. Give me a fucking hour to myself and I'll be, I'll come right back. I'll come back better than ever, but give me a fucking hour, you know? Yeah. That, that's what it is. It's people just don't, okay, I want to take it right now. Okay. If I take this pill right now, I'm done. And and it's the, it's your cerebral is, is what's fucking curing that. Oh, I took this pill, so I'm fine now. And then, so pretty much the pill, what the fuck does a pill do besides turn your brain off a little bit? Makes it not fire fucking synapses as, as well, fast. And so nobody wants to be a zombie. Nobody fucking no. wants that. Yeah, no, dude. fuck no. I'm no. funny as fuck, dude. I, I can't be a zombie. I'd be a shitty zombie, bro. <laughs> T-Rip's like, I run off emotions, bro. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I told the doctor. I said, I said the last thing you fucking gave me when we feel like I wasn't, like, no, like, I was just There was cool. no one there. I was cool with it. Like, bro, I like crying, dude. Leave me alone and let me fucking cry. I'm not taking this shit. Dude, yeah, sometimes, sometimes crying some, is the best way to yeah, be done with it. Sometimes crying. That's dude, facts. You ever fucking just took a real good one, like man, and just and then after you're done, you're yep. like, dude, I needed that, bro. Yeah, I've even, I've even, and, and, and true story, I've even watched some videos to start putting me in that cry mode just to get it out. Oh, I've done that. You know I mean? I've, I've done that a lot. Mm-hmm. Dude, I cry. I I cry. I cry in a ton of movies. I like being that. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy as shit when I'm happy. I mean, right. I understand. He cried it, during the Russian Five movie, bro, because of the brain injury and and what he did. And he stood up, and when he stood up and went on the uh, ice to hold that Stanley Cup up, you know that was I was yep. like, that's it, bro. You're the man, Konstantinov. I know how hard that was. You know. Yeah. No, I get it. I understand. On a fucking plane, ball my eyes out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the shit I live for, bro. If you don't, you know, I'm an emotional guy, bro. If you don't like it, then, I mean, okay, maybe I'm not your flavor. Right. <laughs> no, I I totally understand that. But but if I'm, I see something that's going to make me cry, you best believe they're coming. Raw, <laughs> the tears are pure falling, emotion. Baby. Yep. Raw, pure emotion. Yep. That's what makes us some of the best people. Yep. Uh, I, that's what I love. That's what I tell people about me. Like, if you don't like me, yep. you're, we're, we're not going to click, man, yeah. because this is me. This is how I am. If when I, when I say something, if I say, that fucking sucks, it, it fucking sucks. Yep. 
That's right. it. And that's what that's what I said about the accident. Like I've I've already died, bro. I don't got nothing to hide from nobody. I don't give a fuck what you know. And and, and if it's not fucking helping my mental health, then fuck you. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean honestly, if you're if you're gonna fuck with my mental health, then I'm just gonna go elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's no I don't I don't wanna argue no more. I don't even wanna fucking nothing. I don't wanna bitch about nothing. I'm just cool, bro. It's no. not for me. Hey, welcome to the life of Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's how that's how I live my life. Yeah, and, and and once it starts bothering me, I'm just okay, drop it. It's not for me if if it's bothering me. So yeah. I'm not gonna fucking ruin myself. Yeah. You know? And, we have a we have a saying we have a in my dojong we have a what's called a personal development creed and there's 10 of them and one of them says surround yourself with positive or sound surround yourself with positive goal-oriented peers like yourself okay so the minute you start surrounding yourself with negativity or people that are going to bring that bring you down or or make you mentally uh, not right that's when you you have to get rid of them right, right. surround yourself with the positive people that's surround right. yourself with the people that are going to lift you up surround yourself with the people that are going to understand yep. you know that's, that's why that's, that's what's what going on josh been preaching that to me the last couple of days we've been talking about it and like he's like dude if they if if they're not on the same goal like like if they're not goal oriented orientated we don't need to fuck with them Nope. You know, like there's no reason well, for you to get somebody that doesn't want to do shit. Yep. Because because we're trying to do something here and the only the only thing that's going to do b- being around people that don't have their own goals is hold us back. We we can't learn from those people. You nope. know, there's that's yeah, I I I still got friends that, you know, don't do anything, but we don't talk to them that I much. Don't, I don't. All I focus on is fucking brain jerk and and helping brain jerk. And hey, do you need help? I'm helping you, but we're helping each other because I'm not going to help you if you're not helping yourself. Period. Yep. End yep. of story. Yep. The way to be right there. You got You got to. I'll give everybody a chance, but if you're not helping your fucking self, goodbye. I can't. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to carry you. Yep. Right. I, man, when I started out, I had a co-host. I had one, uh, one co-host, uh, for wrestling rage. He was a good friend of mine. And, uh, we just, there was some personal issues that went on and him and I are no longer friends and I see you later, you know, and I, and I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to put him out there like right. that, but, uh, we, we no longer talk. And then there was a lot of discrepancies and what have you, but kind of goes into what you're saying. This is the way things go. Here's the goals. And in my mind, it's a, it's a, there's steps to get to each level. Right. Yep. And if you're not helping me or at least encouraging me to get to those levels, then I don't want shit to do with you. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's that simple. It's that simple, man. And, and, um, I don't know how to explain it, but wrestling rage. And, you know, I, I work 10 or eight to 12 hours a day, come home, and do kind of shit like this you yep. know what i'm saying and do shows or whatever and come up with ideas you know i have help with my co-host danny and josh uh sometimes but mostly i'm the mind behind the the, the thing you know 
and it's 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 really hard because not everybody sees the shit you see the same way you see it right not everybody feels the same way about the shit you feel about like not everybody feels the same about brain jerk not everybody feels the same way about wrath and rage that i do this is my fucking baby i care about this motherfucker i'm gonna do anything to make this motherfucker successful Right, hundred percent. Doing whatever the fuck I can. That's all. That's call. all we think about. And sometimes I'm sure our friends that we hang out with fucking get annoyed because that's all we talk about half the time. Dude, I understand it too. Cause, can't help it, and I can't help it because if I'm coming to talk to you, I'm talking directly about my fucking about brain jerk because that's the only thing that's on my mind. Well, and and you and know, I, I know I'm annoying you right now, but listen to what we did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, not only that, but our our lives are so open, you know, you talk your your life is open to the world. Everybody yeah. knows the trauma that you've gone through. Everybody sees this. So, it's it's I feel like brain jerk and your separate life, there is no such thing. There's no, yeah, th- th- this is it. It's all, it's all one life. Yeah. <laughs> and if if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. You yep. you can you know where the door is. Yeah. That, and... right. Well, another thing is too is is now you've created a brand. Yeah. Right. And you are whether you like it or not. Both of you are a representation of your brand, no matter what. Everywhere you go, everything you do yep. represents your brand. Yep. 100%. I, I mean, I that's I get it, man. I'm wearing my logos, dude. Right. I, I understand. You, I am Rasslin' Rage. I am M-I-Dub. Yep. I put, and, and either you're with me or you're against me. Let's go. Right. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I did. I put brain jerk on my eyebrow. I said, you know what? I'm fucking no way out. That's kind of what I gave myself the option. No way out, dude. You got a tattoo on your fucking eyebrow. Let's see where we can go. Yeah, that's what I did with my black belt. Oh, really? Hell yeah. Tattooed as a black belt. Hell yeah. And then this here, that's our Dojong Dragon. I got that first. And that was like, okay, so you really have to do this now. Right. And then. When I got my black belt, I got it tattooed with my Don number and stuff. Yep. Uh, I remember you, right there. You held yourself accountable. Jess says, Brain Jerk has helped so many people that I've met. You guys are hilarious. Talk about amazing shit. Who wouldn't love Brain Jerk? That was awesome. Appreciate Thank that, you. Jessica. I appreciate that well, shit so much. You know, like, I don't know how we found each other. I know it was through social media. Facebook. But, yeah, Facebook, social media. And I think uh, I really started paying attention when you guys had MM3 on. And, um, you know, MM3 and I are, are buddies. We know each other. He's been on my show a couple times. Um, I know his family, his dad's been on the show a few times. Uh, but when I, you were doing a live, I don't know, one of you were doing a live, and I think it was one of your smoke sessions you do. And I asked you, I said, man, how long have you guys been doing this? And you said, you gave me an answer, and it was really small. Was three like, wow. months. Three months. Yeah. We're on month wow. four right now. Yeah, because you guys are – I'm not trying to, you know, stroke your pole or anything like that. Stroke but the, it, Daddy. You stroke guys it. are really good. You really are doing a great <laughs> Thank job. Thank you, bro. That you means know, a lot. You're, you're welcome. You. And, and you know, I wished that I could – because it took me a while to get to the to where I'm at, you know. And, and I'm not saying I'm the most successful motherfucker in the world, but – you know, I've been working my ass off to get where I'm at. And, you know, to see the level that you guys are operating at right now, that's pretty fucking awesome, that's dude, fucking already. You know, that's you. 
you guys got something going on and you guys got a fan base that's coming behind you and supporting you. That's that's really awesome, dude. For real, I, I you know hats off to you. You know, I appreciate it means, that. It means the most coming from other people like that because we we put the work in, you know, and and we don't. I, I don't know. I barely, you know, we see the numbers and shit like that. Okay, we're doing a little bit better than we were last. Every week. day is a little better. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then and then when somebody comes in like you guys are doing really good for four months, you know, you do. Uh, oh man. I, Oh, the work's paying if off. we if we aren't already motivated it's comments like that 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 push us because my goal is to improve little by little every single day no matter whether it's in in the production value or the the show content value or merchandise value or whatever we're fucking doing i'm i'm working on trying to improve that little by little Every day, and I get that from myself. I try to improve myself little by little every single oh, day. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, and I like I tell everybody, uh, you know, they ask, "Well, man, well, what's uh, you know? Can you give me some advice?" And I, I want to start a podcast, you know. And, and I'm not. There has been people that reached out to me. But Just whatever, YouTube, not, Google, myself. and YouTube, bro. Right. <laughs> but you know, but what I the the most thing that I tell somebody is is. Jump in and do it. Yep. Do it right the now. Hardest th- the hardest thing to do is to muster up the courage to actually do it. Do you know how weird what? it is hearing myself in a fucking mic, dude? <laughs> Jesus. I fucking hate it. I hate having the headphones on. And But that, but what you said is why I do the, the light it up every day, every yeah. single morning. And my goal is to get that every day for at least a year. Right have that and show I, you know I, I, and that, I always tell everybody you're gonna suck you're gonna suck in the beginning yep just get used to it my, understand my, it yep. get your feet wet understand you're gonna be you're gonna suck but use that to make yourself better yep. you'll never right? know how to Continue swim unless you jump in the water well in the beginning i told him i was like dude you need to be listening to our own podcast, like just like a football player would game tape. Yep. And and since he started doing it, he's gotten better on the mic. He he knows where he was fucking up before interrupting too much or whatever he was doing. You know what I mean? And he's gotten he's he's improved by by watching game tape, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. And, th- and that's right. important. We we always after every show we we grade each other. You know how did how did you do? How did I do? How did we do? And we are we have, we've only gotten an A once. That's a great idea. I'm gonna steal that now. Yeah, yeah. first one's free. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you're the fucking crack dealer on the corner. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I'll be that guy from uh, what what uh, what was that? Uh, Menace to society, man. Come on, man. I got two cheeseburgers. Come on, I got man. Two cheeseburgers. <laughs> Yeah, and I th- I feel like light it up for us. That's that's where we talk to our fans. That's where our fan interaction is. That's the whole heart of that show. Because here, yeah, we'll bring up s- some comments here and there, but we don't really interact. This is this is this is the guests episode. You right. know what I mean? So light it up. We get to actually interact with the fans and bullshit and make fun of them and tease them and ha- have a laugh <laughs> with them. And it's just right. you you build these bonds and and. That's the, my favorite part of everything that's happening. Building these bonds with with the fans, building these bonds with you guys, the guests. It's like right. I leave I leave every we leave every episode with a new friend. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a good way to think about it. I like that, man. Yep. Uh, you know, it, it's I've made a, a few friends through this, and you guys are you know two of those now. But uh, that is one of the best things is you get to meet so many people. Now I'm my I have a niche where you guys are like you're talking to a whole bunch of people. My niche is independent wrestling, right? Specifically yep. in the state of Michigan. But I have made a pretty big name for myself, and I'm not trying to be cocky. Again, anybody from Michigan that's listening, I'm still pretty damn humble. Whip it but out. I made Whip it out. Pretty, right. I've, <laughs> yeah, I've, made a, I've made a pretty good name for myself, not because I've pushed myself on people, but because I work. I put right. in the work. Right. And that's what you guys are doing. You're putting in the work, and people see that. Well, also, also, one of my main mottos is uh, force feed. You force, I've, we force feed them. Because the way I look at it is if, if okay, I know for a fact the first time a lot of these people see us, they're not going to like us. Because T's saying vulgar shit. He's off the wall. But the, when you actually Bullshit. stick around and hear the whole story, when you, when you give us a chance, it's like, okay, these dudes are super relatable. They're cool. They're funny. But... Tease my thing is my thing big, biggest yeah tease the jackass but i i like to relate to to you know how's your day what are you doing let's let's see how you attack this you know what made you follow your dreams that's what this show's completely about yeah you know? absolutely yeah i i wish right now for me is it's hard coming up with content because I'm in such a niche. And that's why you know? that's why I thought it was so important to not box us into any corners. We'll do anything. Right. We'll talk about anything. There is no off limits. There's nothing, you know. But with that said, though, for me, it's made me have to think more. And it's it, it, in, in an essence, it's been good for me because I've had to be creative and show people how creative we can be, you know, and, and doing these things that were, you know, we did the fan choice awards for the first time, yeah. uh, which we're going to change that, that it's not going to be the fan choice awards anymore. Uh, but it's, we are going to do end of the year awards, but we're going to have uh, people vote on it promoters. So that way it's done that way. But um, you know, I've, there's all these things, the indie idol um, we did, we <laughs> no bullshit. We did a show of thumb wrestling that's actually sweet what's that that's actually sweet please tell me there was a luchador there was yes oh my god that's awesome yeah um it was uh so before anybody uh takes offense to this one of my co-hosts is black and he called some there is a character in the state of michigan uh the dirty black assassin who is a masked wrestler um he only comes around every once in a while. He's from Detroit, Mexico. <laughs> and um he uh he only comes around every so often. So you, you when you see him, you gotta you, you gotta see it, right? Uh but anyways, Josh, my co-host, uh, allegedly, right, because he doesn't say it's him, but his thumb becomes dirty black Josh. <laughs> so and it's a masked dirty black Josh. Speaking of Josh, I see he makes tons of ice cream. I I've tuned into one of his lives yes. and he had he was he was telling everybody his inventory. It made my mouth water and I was sad I lived so far away. Oh my god, dude. This guy. 
I don't know if he's ever going to stop making flavors. I don't, I don't know, but it's like 40 yeah, different it, flavors. He was reading. Oh on. my God, dude. He, 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 so it all started one day. Uh, he brought, he brought a flavor of ice cream into the dojong for me and master weir, who was weaponized Alec weir, weir's dad, um, who trained me and he, Brings in, I don't know what flavor it was at that time. And he's, and I'm like, he's like, I brought this in for you to try it because you talked about you wanted to try it. So I try it and I go, dude, you need to fucking sell this. So he started selling it. And then he started, he got the idea of creating icing flavors based upon independent wrestlers in the state of Michigan, uh, which started with the Shogun ice cream. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the suplex Shogun Jackson Stone. If you aren't, look him up. He's fucking awesome. He just got signed to Impact Wrestling. Um, but so he started with that one. And then I don't know how many fucking flavors we're at now. But I saw I saw one was uh, at DBA. Yep. Oh, it was dude, a spicy don't one. Do it. Don't do it. It's, the deep, it, don't do it. <laughs> they did a challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's super spicy. Ball, it's just as hot going in as it is on the way out. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. Dude, it's, he used, like, some ground hot. It was, like, freeze-dried habanero pe- peppers. Or not habanero. What are the hottest ones? Ghost peppers? Carolina no, Reapers. Habanero. Cave, no, Carolina Reapers, yep. That's it, Carolina Reapers. So they were freeze-dried, and then then they were ground up. Ooh. And then he put it in ice cream. What an asshole. Oh, dude, uh, just thinking about it makes me want to. Well, Josh, you're a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I see he's also got some alcoholic ice creams. Yeah, he's got the BRD, which is uh, Billy Ray Daniels, which is made with Jack Daniels. Okay. Uh, And then I don't know what the other alcohol was. I think it was Fireball. I think it was a Fireball one. Yeah, but he has Chocolate. He has Chocolate, and then he has Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, well, let me tell you right now, I can eat a whole. Well, I don't want to because I'll be fucking permafried. But uh, you got to eat it in layers, dude. You got to eat it in layers because if you eat too much, you're fucking done for the day. That's how I eat ice cream anyway. Yeah, well, I'm just saying this. This you, yeah. I eat ice cream and yogurt <laughs> like that. You know, I'll get a big tub of yogurt and I'll just eat it in layers. All right, yeah. <laughs> You don't want to eat the whole tub because you'll be done for at least a day and a half. At least. Chocolate. Yeah, it's called chocolate. Yeah, Yeah, it's not quite as, it's not as cheap as, you know, the other ones are $3 a pint. The other one's a little more expensive. Yeah, (laughs) understanding. Yeah, it's got some content in it. Oh, man. Yeah, good times. Yeah, but he's got the ice cream. (laughs) I'll put you it, yeah, he he's got the ice cream. He he's a official sponsor of Wrestling Rage and Mi Dub. Oh, he's yeah. uh he's put a little money into the show, helped us get a capture card and a few other things um for the show. And then uh, then you know, but yeah, he does that. And then he's he's got a tournament going now where he's having people vote on the all the ice cream. I'm not sure what he's gonna do with that, but he's got one named after his wife or girlfriend. I'm not what it, is it his, his wife? Girlfriend. His girlfriend. Yeah, okay, he's got one yeah. named after her that 
that honestly that one sounds the best I can't remember what the flavor was, but when I was listening to the flavors, that one sounded my, like it would be my favorite. What a suck, you know what's though. amazing about <laughs> that? He know he can remember all of that. Yep, like, he knows all that by his in his head. Like if he was to come try to sell you ice cream, he would he he could give you the best sales pitch ever because he knows everything. Yeah, because he did it. Well, yeah, but he remembers like all of it. It's crazy. He remembers all 43 recipes. Amazing too. All 43 <laughs> recipes. Oh, that's yeah. the Blackberry Chime. That's that's uh <laughs> No, it's yeah, wrestlers it, names. Is all the names oh, are Yeah, all the names are wrestlers names. Well, most of them. Mo- of them. Most, most of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you got Dread King's coffee, that was one. You got the what was a Su- Suplex Shogun. You got there's one after El Ridiculoso. Yep. There's one after Billy Ray Daniels. There's one after Aqua Bro Cyrus Satine. Uh, man, I don't even know them all, dude. There's so many of them. That's awesome. These wrestlers all have ice cream flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they dig it. I want to taste. Me, I want to taste all of you wrestlers. <laughs> you know what's fucked up is most of them don't like their own flavor. Like they <sighs> like it, but they don't eat it. They eat some, but something else. Like Dread King likes the uh the peanut butter one. I forget what it is. That's the one I would like. Yeah. And uh but he's got his own Dread King's coffee. And dude. Yeah, it's like got actual like coffee beans in it. Fucking it's crazy. You don't need to drink a cup of coffee. You just take some scoops of ice cream. Dude, yeah, dude, you'd be so jumping off the walls. Dude, make coffee and then put ice cream in there as your creamer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee-flavored ice cream. Coffee-flavored ice cream. <laughs> I'll tell coffee. you what, though. That Suplex Shogun shit, dude, that's that's like crack, bro, for real. I am joking. I could sit there and eat the shit out of that. There's a, it's like, there's a Superman one. What was the Superman one's name? That's Aqua, bro. Okay, yep. That's Aqua, bro. Because Aqua, bro, Cyrus Satine, he goes by Mark Ross now, but he had different color hair, and it was all crazy. So that he was... He made his version of Superman ice cream and called it Aqua Bra. It's good stuff. I like that one too. I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need to make a trip and buy a bunch of that ice cream. We're gonna bring right. a cooler full of ice. And he just fucking... made one for this too. It's called Michigan Independent Watermelon. Okay. Ooh. Watermelon flavored ice cream. Fucking huh? sign me. I don't know if I've ever had that even. Yeah. Well. Well, and I guess he was saying he. Josh was telling me that somebody, some company just came out with a watermelon, limited edition watermelon edition. And he says now all of a sudden people at work and where he works and stuff is buying the shit out of his watermelon ice cream. <laughs> so, And that's such a great idea to just sell ice cream too. Who doesn't fucking like ice cream? Right. I keep telling him he needs to get his LLC. Yep. That's facts. You know, and he's like, well, and I'm like, dude, get your LLC. You can write off all the shit you fucking buy to make the ice cream. Write off all the trips you take to sell your ice cream. Uh, you can fucking write off everything, bro. He bought, he's got like two deep freezers he's bought because he makes so much fucking ice cream. None of it's under the LLC. Yep. Nope. Now, Wrestling Rage is an LLC. Okay. So, but, you know, that's mine. that's my tax purposes motherfucker all right you know let's uh 
I like having my LLC because then I write off all the gas I spend on going to wrestling shows. Yeah, because it's because it's for work. Yep, I write off everything, dude. It's amazing. It's smartest thing I ever did. Yep. I, hey, um, we got a we got a last question for you. One final okay. Question. One question before let's let's actually plug yourself in. Give us your plugs, and then we'll ask. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So. You can find Wrestling Rage itself on YouTube, r2youtube.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Wrestling Rage. Oh, and r2youtube, that's the letter R, the number two, youtube.com. Just so you know, that's a domain that I pay for, right? I pay for that domain, so it sends it over to that way. Okay. Uh, but anyways, and then let's see here. So we got at Wrestling Rage. You can find M-I-Dub, the page on Facebook, at at M-I-D-U-B-B. Uh, and then you can find our group as well. You just search M-I-Dub or Michigan Independent Re- uh, Weekly. Uh, we have, let me see, hold on. Uh, I'm thinking here, prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestling rage. That's where you can buy a wrestling rage t-shirt. Uh, you can also buy hats and other stuff from me if you just message me. And I got some cool hats made by face kicked apparel cheap plug cheap plug uh but this you know what's cool about this one look at that oh that's the rage on the back baby yeah i like okay. that that's cool. uh and i think that's it you can also find us on podbean just search rass and rage because i don't remember the address of that one <laughs> on podbean um yeah okay this is your everybody in the world's gonna see this so, t- uh you know just hypothetically um everybody <laughs> in the world's gonna see this it's the last thing you get to say to the entire world what's the last thing you're gonna say to the world fuck off that, that's it for real <laughs> boom yeah. hell yeah fuck dude, off, I'm done. That, dude that was short and sweet uh yeah. we, we had some guy in here that said uh less talking or or wait less talking tighter pants yeah that was that was crimson Oh, nice. I like that. That's amazing. Yeah, most likely fuck off. Be my last words. Fuck off. That works. That works. Uh, That's it for uh, (laughs) episode 50, man. This is a good episode, man. Um, Thank you for coming in, bro. I'm looking forward to talking to you in the future, brother. I'm glad you came in. Yeah, no, for sure, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for having me on. I feel very humbled that you guys thought I was cool enough to come on your show uh but definitely keep up the good work man uh, i really enjoy what you guys are doing all right thank, thank you, you so much bro it was nice Brought meeting to you. you bye brain jerk fuck yeah